This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. Hey, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008, or as always, visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's K-A-I-Z-E-N. And while on my website, don't forget to click on the podcast page to check out past shows and also to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Well, Retirement accounts like 401ks, IRAs, and others are a critical part of retirement for many Americans. But you don't get to keep everything you contribute to those accounts because of, well, taxes. Income taxes are often due on the distributions you take from your retirement accounts. However, there are strategies that may help you minimize your tax burden when you take withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Now remember, to discuss all tax-related matters, with a qualified tax professional. So let's begin. During our show today, we're going to discuss some of those possible strategies. The information for today's episode actually comes from a U.S. News and World Report article called How to Pay Less Tax on Retirement Account Withdrawals. Now, if, you're like, if you'd like to read the article yourself, uh, make sure it is available. Um, check it out at money.usnews.com. Now, before we discuss a few ways to potentially save a few bucks on your taxes, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who still won't share his queso dip because, uh, or his recipe, I should say, so I can use it to get ready for the big football games. <laughs> well, now baseball probably yes. are the games we're going to be watching or uh, yes, August soccer. Yes, 8th, opening soccer. day. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, my queso dip, when we get together to watch events, uh, it is a closely guarded family secret, Albert. You know okay. that. You yes. know that. But but uh, I've been doing great. How have you been? You've been busy. You just had a big client event, and you've yes. been uh, keeping really busy over there meeting with folks, haven't you? We are. We really are. We've had the uh, State of the Economy event. We had uh, GM's uh, voluntary buyout programs and... Uh, Wow. All kinds of crazy things. So, yeah, we've been busy, 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 but never too busy for, for my audience and I was obviously for you, Tony. Oh, Albert, that's nice. Yeah, I know you love hearing from our audience, uh, our listeners out there. So, listeners, give Albert a call if you have any questions about any uh, financial matters, retirement income planning, things like that. Um, but as for today's topic, I think the idea of saving money on taxes is huge. Obviously, we all want to minimize that tax burden, especially when it's time to take retirement withdrawals. Once we hit retirement and we start taking out of those retirement accounts, a lot of them, I guess, are tax deferred. So this is an intriguing topic for a lot of listeners out there. How do you want to get us started today? Yeah, the first step is avoiding early withdrawal penalties. 
you know, if you take a withdrawal from a traditional IRA before you've turned 59 and a half, you'll be staring at a 10% early withdrawal penalty. But you may be able to take a penalty free 401k withdrawals when you turn 55 if you leave the job that's associated with that particular 401k account when you're 55 or older. And additionally, you may also be able to avoid an IRA early withdrawal penalty if, if you use the money for, let's say, a specified reason like a significant medical bill, college expense, or to purchase your first home. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, those are big. Uh, those are big purchases. So that's good that you can avoid the the penalty. But you don't want to incur a ten percent early withdrawal penalty if you are younger than fifty nine and a half. Mm-hmm. So plus that money's for retirement. That's why they have that rule, and you should probably leave it in there. Um, and I think a good withdrawal strategy is probably another good reason to work with somebody like yourself, right, Albert? I mean. You want to work with a financial advisor, and retirement withdrawals are too important to try to figure out all on your own. You're definitely right about that, uh, especially when you think about <clears throat> the next uh, um, tip here. You may be able to roll over your 401k without tax withholdings. Now, for example, if you withdraw money from your 401k when and if you change jobs, 20% will be withheld to cover income taxes. If you don't, then Put that entire distribution, including the withheld 20%, into a new retirement account. You may owe income tax as well as the early withdrawal penalty on the amount of money you've taken out. But you may be able to avoid both the tax withholding and the possibility of penalties and fees if you move the money directly from your 401k to the trustee of a different 401k or an IRA. Income taxes aren't withheld in cases of trustee-to-trustee transfers. Oh, okay. So, again, this sounds like something that I wouldn't want to try to figure out on my own. Uh, Where do required minimum distributions, or RMDs, fit into all this? Well, that's a great and important question, Tony. Uh, As many of our listeners likely know, you're required to withdraw money from traditional 401ks and IRAs once you've turned 73. Now, the penalty for missing an RMD is 25% of the total that should have been withdrawn in addition to the income tax that's due on the withdrawal. But if you correct your mistake quickly, the penalty may drop to as little as 10%. And furthermore, if you're still in the job after you've turned 73 and you don't own 5% or more of the company you work for, you may continue delaying 401k withdrawals from your current employer, but not IRA withdrawals until you officially retire. Now, you should also be aware that the RMD age will jump to 75 on January 1, 2033. Wow. Okay. So uh, that's important to understand that. And and these dates are very important. A a higher RMD age, if it's 10 years down the road, is probably something a number of our listeners might be excited about, that they give you more time to make your own decisions rather than forcing you to take it out. Uh, and it seems like it just turned from 72 to 73 <laughs> and to, and not that long before it turned from 70 and a half to 72. So um, interesting how they keep bumping that up. Yes. It's uh, actually been the last three years that they've uh, really escalated this, uh, this, these ages here since 2020. Sure. Um, the next piece of advice is to uh, make sure you don't accidentally take two distributions in the same year. You know, remember, 
Your first RMD is due no later than April 1 of the year you turn, well, 73. Uh, from there, your next and all subsequent distributions must be taken by December 31st each year. So, if you postpone your first distribution until April, you must take two distributions in that same year, which may result in a significant tax bill or possibly even nudge you into a higher tax bracket. So work with your financial services professional and tax professional to figure out if it would shrink your tax bill to take your first and second RMDs in different tax years. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. So uh, obviously, we want to do whatever we can to minimize our tax burden, especially in retirement. And if I'm recalling uh, previous conversations, things you've said on past shows, a lot of people might want to discuss beginning their withdrawals then before they turn 73 and not waiting. Uh, but they need to discuss that with you, right? Yeah, definitely correct. <clears throat> in fact, uh, while you don't have to begin taking money from a traditional retirement account until you turn 73, taking smaller distributions while you, you know, let's say you're perhaps you're in your 60s, uh, may help you spread your tax bill over more years and may also allow you to stay in a lower tax bracket and thereby potentially reduce your lifetime tax burden. Now, taking 401k and IRA withdrawals when you have a low income year, perhaps, uh, you know, after you've retired but haven't yet begun collecting Social Security, may allow you to pay a lower income tax rate on your retirement savings. For example, you and your financial services professional can calculate how much you can withdraw from your retirement accounts annually at the 12% tax rate. Well, that's great, Albert. And I think that you want to lower that tax rate as much as possible, obviously. Now, mm -hmm. let's take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can contact you. I know you work alongside tax professionals to help your clients. And if our listeners have any questions, uh, you can steer them in the right direction. Yes, for sure. For sure. You know, listeners, you can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N. Or as always, call my office, 586-752-7008 and uh, we'll help with any questions or concerns you have with your retirement withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Now, let's keep moving. During the program, you've been talking about different ways that our listeners can save money on their retirement withdrawals. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Well, the U.S. News and World Report article, How to Pay Less Tax on Retirement Account Withdrawals, actually has more information I'd like to share. And uh, again, you can find this article at Money. .usnews.com. Now, donating an IRA distribution to charity may be a good option for some people. Uh, retirees who are at least 70 and a half may be able to avoid paying income tax on IRA withdrawals of as much as $100,000 or $200,000 for couples per year that they donate to charity. Now, a qualifying charitable donation has to be paid directly, though, from your IRA to the qualified charity. Now, you aren't required to itemize your taxes to make an IRA charitable distribution, and you're allowed to donate uh, to more than one charity. Now, an IRA charitable contribution will meet the minimum distribution requirements, and you may also donate a portion of your required minimum distributions to charity and withdraw the remaining portion as income as well. Well, and you've mentioned in the past that a lot of your clients, Albert, have causes or organizations they support. So it seems like charitable donations are a solid option for some of our listeners. And that's something worth chatting 
again, with a financial services professional about someone like yourself. I know a lot of people out there uh, can use their RMDs to give their donations to their church, their tithe, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. There's a great way to give those uh, donations and still be able to deduct those uh, RMDs. Yeah. Now, putting some of your retirement savings in, let's say, an after-tax Roth account may also help set you up with tax-free investment growth and tax-free withdrawals during your retirement. Uh, now, while you won't benefit from a tax deduction in the year that you do contribute to a Roth IRA or let's say a Roth 401k, but you won't have to pay income taxes on the investment growth in the account and withdrawals during your retirement from an account that's a minimum um, of five years old are often tax free. Now, if you'll likely end up in a higher tax bracket during your retirement, a Roth account also lets you lock in your current lower tax rate. Ah, and that's what we want to do. But a Roth uh, might not be for everyone, right? Yeah, that's right, Tony. You know, although Roth IRAs and 401ks have certain advantages, they don't fit near, uh, I would say, neatly into everyone's financial strategies. Um, in my opinion, the biggest potential risk is that when you put money into a Roth account, whether a 401k or an IRA, you're gambling that your tax bracket will be higher in the future. But what if it isn't? You know, remember, one of your goals should uh, be to pay taxes on your money when your rate is at its lowest. Uh, for example, if you're currently in the 22% tax bracket, but your retirement tax bracket is, let's say, 12%, all of a sudden, you're saving a lot less. Of course, there are other disadvantages that you need to be aware of before making a final decision. Yeah, and that's that's huge again. I mean, obviously... Uh, my biggest takeaway from this is that decisions about Roth IRAs and what to do, rollovers, you really need to make those uh, with a financial professional. Consult with them first, right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Now, let's talk about uh, keeping tax preferred investments outside your retirement accounts. Uh, it's another uh, way to save on your retirement withdrawals. You know, investments that create long-term capital gains get prefer uh, preferential tax treatment when they're kept outside of a retirement account. But if you put them in a retirement account, you'll pay your typically uh, larger regular income tax rate when you withdraw money from the account. But conversely, you may lower your tax bill by keeping more highly taxed investments, including treasure inflation, uh, protected securities, corporate and government bonds, um, and funds that create short-term capital gains inside your retirement accounts. Now, mm. we don't get too deeply into investing on our show because we don't have enough time to really dig into all of the rules, regulations, and the nuances. But if investing is part of your financial strategy, I would urge you to work closely then with the financial services professional. Okay. I, I want to go back to the charitable donation aspect okay. that you were talking about a few minutes ago. Can you go into a little more detail on that? Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, Tony, uh, because I think it's a potentially good solution that you know flies a bit under the radar. So let me reference uh, another U.S. News and World Report article, How to Donate to Charity from Your IRA. Uh, like the previous article, this one, again, is available uh, for you to read at money.usnews.com. But first, a quick recap. A qualified charitable distribution, or what we call QCD, is an IRA withdrawal that's paid directly from your IRA to a qualified charity. Uh, 
Now, step one is to ensure you meet the QCD requirements. An IRA owner uh, must be at least 70 and a half to make a tax-free charitable. People who meet that requirement are permitted to transfer as much as $100,000 annually from an IRA to an eligible charity without paying income taxes on the transaction. But if you file a joint tax return, your spouse is also permitted to contribute of up to $100,000, which means a couple can exclude as much as $200,000 of the retirement savings from their income taxes if they donate it to charity. Now, if you donate more than the allowed maximum, it's viewed as income and therefore may be subject to income taxes. So qualified charitable contributions have to be made by December 31st every year in order for you to exclude that amount from your taxable income. Yeah. Yeah. And can donations be made from any type of account, Albert? Mm, Unfortunately, charitable contributions may only come from IRAs and not 401ks or similar accounts. That means you may need to roll funds from 401k to an IRA if making tax-free donations is something uh, you want to include into your financial strategy. Now, you should also know that you don't need to itemize your taxes to make an IRA charitable distribution, but you can't additionally claim a charitable contributions tax deduction on a distribution from your IRA. Oh, okay. Uh, That makes sense. Uh, And you know, uh, this is good. And you're talking about how to make a charitable donation from your IRA. Um, let's continue with this. So what else do you have? Uh, yes, yes. There's, there's a lot more to share here, Tony. Uh, let's continue. I would, uh, in fact, because there's much more here that needs to be talked about. So let's continue with the U.S. News and World Report article, How to Donate to Charity from Your IRA. Now, the next thing to consider is that an IRA charitable contribution satisfies the annual minimum distribution requirement for your IRA. Additionally, you can contribute part of your required distribution to charity and then withdraw the rest as retirement income so long as you meet the minimum distribution requirement by the end of the year. Now, many people make annual charitable donations, so why not consider giving out of your IRA with the money you'll have to take out anyways. Ah, okay. So uh, this is important for people to understand. I think you make a good point there. I mean, if you're regularly donating to causes that you care about, there's nothing wrong with doing it in a way that benefits you when it comes to your taxes. Oh, definitely. So it's a win-win. For sure. And uh, calculating your QCD tax break, in fact, is the next component you should consider. Uh, As the article notes, a $100,000 charitable contribution from your IRA may end up saving you tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. Now, depending on what your uh, tax rate is, but you don't have to make a large donation to enjoy this particular tax break. You know, for example, for a retiree, let's say in the 24% tax bracket, a $5,000 charitable contribution may reduce reduce their income tax tally by $1,200, and a $1,000 donation can still save them $240 on their taxes. So the potential tax benefits of charitable contributions from your IRA are even more significant uh, the higher your tax bracket. Yeah, then that, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, I think that's a good point uh, and that you want to make your charitable donations part of your financial strategy. And that means part of your tax strategy as well. Yes, definitely. Now, next, you'll want to set up a direct transfer to a charity. 
This is yet another element that a financial service professional would likely be able to help you with. To qualify for the tax break, your money must be transferred directly from your IRA to an eligible charity by the IRA trustee. If you take the money out of your IRA and choose to donate later on, it won't qualify as a tax-free qualified charitable distribution. So timing, as they say, Tony, is everything. Yeah, timing is everything. Well, and you've got to make your distribution check directly payable to the chosen charity mm-hmm. or you risk that money not being considered a qualified charitable distribution, right? That's a big one. Definitely. And when it comes to selecting a qualifying charity, it must be a 501c3 organization in order for it to receive your tax-free IRA charitable contributions. Now, charities that don't qualify include private foundations and donor-advised funds. Now, you may also distribute your RMDs to more than one charity during the same year. For example, you may want to give a portion to a local organization that works with the homeless and another portion to an animal charity that, you know, shares your values. Yeah, and maybe uh, you could give us a brief summary of all the steps involved. (laughs) Good idea. Okay, first, you must meet Qualified Charitable Donation or QCD requirements. From there, you have to satisfy required minimum distributions Calculate your QCD tax break, then set up a direct transfer to charity, and finally select a qualifying charity. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And I I think that's really important. So uh, can QCDs come out of employer plans? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. QCDs can't be done from employer plans or an active SEP or simple IRAs. That means those hoping to do a QCD from their 401k or other employer plans are out of luck. Now, you may be able to create a workaround by working with your financial services professional to do a direct rollover from the plan to an IRA or a transfer from an active SEP or SIMPLE to an IRA. After that's done, a QCD can be done now from an IRA. Got it. So what are the circumstances when a qualified distribution may not be the best move for some? Mm, Yeah, like many other things in our financial lives, QCDs may be a good option for some and a poor option for others. You know, as I always say, there's no one-size-fits-all financial strategy. So, uh, an article from Fidelity Charitable called What is a Qualified Charitable Distribution? um, articulates some of the potential negatives I bring up with clients. Now, for example, if you own securities that have become more valuable since you first bought them, it may be more beneficial in terms of generating more tax benefits to donate them to charity rather than taking a QCD. Also, if you'd rather take a tax deduction in the current calendar year and then support your preferred charities and organizations later on, as with contributing to a donor-advised fund, a QCD may also not be a good move then. Furthermore, if you're considering a significant charitable donation working not only with a financial service professional, but with a tax professional may help reduce your tax liability while simultaneously maximizing the impact and value of your gift by devising a good strategy for your particular situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to think about and unpack here, but uh, we're almost out of time. It's another (laughs) info pack show from you, Albert. Yes. uh, Would you like to add anything else before we uh, leave today? 
Yes, folks, remember to discuss all tax-related matters with a qualified tax professional. And if you'd like to talk about anything we discuss on today's show, please visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to address your concerns and questions you have. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.